listening to the Coaching Academic Podcast, the podcast for coaches, leaders and academics who are interested in translating research into practice. Each episode, I discuss a brand new piece of cutting-edge research and translate the findings with suggestions of how you can incorporate the research into your practice. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca J. Jones. Now, on with today's show. Hi, in today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast, I'm going to be talking about a research paper called The Effects of Team Reflexivity on Psychological Wellbeing in Manufacturing Teams, which was written by Jing Chi Chen, Peter Bamberger, Yifan Song, and Dana Vashti, and was published in the Journal of Applied Psychology in December 2017. I'll put a link to the paper in the show notes. So in this paper, the authors discuss the important role of team reflexivity, which is a process where team members collectively reflect on the team's objectives, strategies and processes and adapt accordingly on team members' well-being. Now, previous research has shown that structured forms of reflexivity, such as team debriefings or after event reviews, have been positively linked to team productivity and innovation. And it's thought that reflexivity enhances team effectiveness by helping team members to better understand what's expected of them and how they can most effectively respond to challenges. However, little is known about the impact of team reflexivity on team members' well-being. And the authors propose that team reflexivity has the potential to have either a negative impact on team member well-being in that regular reflexivity could take its toll on individual well-being as team members are required to review past performance processes, events and outcomes, critique the work of others and expose themselves to others' direct and public critique of their own job performance. But on the other hand, Consistent reflexivity could contribute to team member well-being in a positive way, as team members may be able to collectively craft their work in order to reduce overall team demands, bolster self-belief and enhance collaboration and team cohesion. Of course, as the authors also suggest, it's possible that whilst team reflexivity may have a positive impact on team performance, there might be no or only minimal impact on team member well-being. As this is an under-researched area, the authors sought to actually understand what the impact of team reflexivity was on team member well-being. So to investigate this, the authors conducted a field experiment within a manufacturing plant of an electronics company in southern China. Participants were 469 workers across 73 production teams. First, the researchers collected questionnaire data from all participants. The authors then assigned 36 of the teams to the intervention condition and the remaining teams to a control condition. Teams in the intervention condition underwent training in guided reflexivity in the form of a post-shift debriefing. So this post-shift debriefing involved firstly reviewing all of the shift's major events. The teams could then focus on whatever number of issues or events that they wished to as long as the issues were related to either team processes and cooperation, work hazards, product quality and work, or reporting procedures. Now, during the shift end debriefing, teams were required to follow a protocol in which they firstly reviewed the team objectives, 
Then they discuss what went, what went well in that shift and what facilitated meeting team objectives and helped them to adopt changes that had been proposed in earlier shift and debriefings. Next, they should discuss what didn't go so well and why some team objectives weren't met. Next, the team should identify steps that might be taken to improve outcomes in the next shift, determine who on the team needs to do what in order to ensure the adoption of these steps, and agree upon measures that might be used to assess the degree to which the team has progressed. Finally, the team were required to summarise the lessons learned in the shift and debriefing. The training in the shift and debriefing technique lasted for one week for each team in the intervention condition and occurred on a daily basis at the end of each team's shift. Once trained, teams in the reflexivity intervention condition began implementing the daily shift and debriefings at the start of the third week of the experiment for four weeks and then every other day for a further three weeks, so seven weeks of the intervention in total. In order to monitor the shift and debriefing sessions, a report form was submitted to the research team after each debrief. And these reports indicated that almost without exception, the shift and debriefs followed the protocol outlined during the training sessions. On average, the shift and debriefs lasted around 13 minutes. Wellbeing was then assessed again halfway through the intervention period and again at the end of the experiment, and the data was collected for both the control group who um, didn't participate in this um, shift and debrief and the intervention group. So the authors found that team reflexivity has an important protective effect, enhancing team members' sense of control and support at work and therefore improving well-being. And these findings were strongest for older teams that have been formed for longer. Therefore, it appears as though team reflexivity enhances collaborative processes such as workload sharing, which helps in the development of supportive relationships within the team. The structured debriefs also appear to create a sense of psychological safety so that reflexivity may have enhanced the team members' sense of trust in their teammates, which then allowed them to seek and provide support to one another more freely. So the authors highlight that one of the practical implications of their findings is that it suggests that for individuals working in a team context, the structured team reflexivity process could be viewed as a way of reducing stress. The author's findings are really important in the wider context regarding the impact of reflexivity at work as well. So the design adopted in this study provides a practical methodology to enable team reflexivity and it also illustrates the wider benefits of reflexivity beyond performance outcomes. This study also provides support for other interventions that are focused on enhancing reflexivity at the team level, such as team coaching. One of the main mechanisms by which team coaching produces positive results for the team is by enabling and enhancing team reflexivity in a similar way that the end of shift debriefings did in this study. So this study illustrates how by providing teams with a structured protocol to follow, team reflexivity can become a habitual element of the workday and utilised to help strengthen team collaboration and trust with the additional benefit of enhancing well-being. 
So that concludes today's episode of the Coaching Academic Podcast. Just to remind you, in today's episode, I was discussing the effects of team reflexivity on psychological well-being in manufacturing teams, which was written by Jing Chiao Chen, Peter Bamberger, Yifan Song and Dana Vashti and was published in the Journal of Applied Psychology in December 2017. As always, I'll include a link to the paper in the show notes. I'm Rebecca Jones. Thanks for listening and I'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Coaching Academic Podcast. If you're interested in reading my research, sponsoring the show, or in hiring me as a researcher, coach, or speaker, check out my website, www.rebeccajjones.co.uk. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review in iTunes and subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a question you'd like me to answer in a future show, then please get in touch via my website. Finally, you can connect with me on Twitter at coach underscore research. Thanks for listening.